Hey, 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 everyone. This is Dr. Patrice Buckner-Jackson, but you can call me PBJ. Welcome to another episode of Heart Work with PBJ, where we are disrupting cycles of burnout for people who do their work from the heart. Yes, friend, that means you, the ones who give, the ones who serve, the ones who nurture, the ones who pick up the slack, the ones who take up the extra assignments, the ones who are dependable, the ones who take care of everybody else. This podcast is dedicated to you because sometimes the caregiver needs care. So I am so excited that you all continue to join me here for these conversations that are feeding our souls and preparing us to continue to serve. Listen, if you're not following me on Instagram, I need you to do that at Dr. Patrice Buckner Jackson. That's where you're going to get your spoonful of PBJ every Monday. Of course, a new episode of this podcast every Wednesday. And on Thursdays, I'm trying something new. I'm adding a little leadership moment or career moment. I don't know what we're going to call it, but y'all need to check it out. So go follow me on Instagram at Dr. Patrice Buckner Jackson, and I look forward to seeing you there. All right, you ready? Let's get into the episode. So today, my friends, today, as we find ourselves in the middle of the year 2021, here we are at the beginning of July, a whole six months has already passed and we've got six months left to go. And as we look forward to the rest of this six months, you know, we just passed July 4th and here in America, July 4th was kind of a a mark date for us concerning the pandemic for people to go back out outside and connect with family and to be vaccinated by and that kind of thing. And y'all, we went outside. You hear me? Like July 4th, based on what I saw on the news, the airports were full, the roads were full, or we are outside. But hear me when I say, I don't know how long we were really in inside. I don't know. I'm hearing this conversation about moving towards a new normal, and I get it. I get it, right? We're all tired of talking about COVID-19. We're all tired of restrictions. Everybody is tired of wearing face coverings and the whole thing. Believe me, I understand. But I'm very concerned about this premature shepherding towards a new normal, and here's why. There are several phases to crisis. So I I wrote my dissertation on crisis specifically at universities and colleges and the role of the dean of students, which that was the role I was serving when I wrote this research, when I did this research. But I learned that there are five phases to crisis response. And the last phase is recovery. And what I am seeing right now is we are trying to skip the recovery and jump straight in to new normal. We've been talking about new normal for maybe the last year, even while we were still in the midst of the pandemic, even while the um, the mortality numbers were high, even before the pan, uh, the vaccination was being distributed, we were already speaking this language 
of a new normal. And now that we've progressed some and there's some vaccinations, you know, according to how you feel, this ain't political, but there's some stuff happening and our numbers are going down. Now the conversation sounds like we are in the new normal. But friends, I'm here to tell you, that's not how crisis works. And what does this have to do with hard workers? Hang out with me. You're going to find out in a minute. But crisis doesn't jump straight from the crisis to new normal. You must go through the, the, the season of recovery. The purpose of recovery is to get you to whatever the new normal is going to be. There are several steps and processes in recovery that must be honored in order for us to be okay, to be whole, to be well when we get to this new normal. And you can apply this to any crisis in your life. Crisis is anything that disrupts your normal. So all of us have gone through a global pandemic. Stop and hear me say global pandemic, something that we never thought that we would go through in our whole entire life, but everybody went through it. But in the midst of that, we had social justice issues and people dying in the streets. In the midst of that, we had people losing loved ones and not being able to grieve the way that we are accustomed to grieving. Some of our loved ones passed away alone because we couldn't be in the hospital. For others, we couldn't even celebrate their lives in the way that we would love to celebrate their lives because people couldn't gather. Some of us have had to figure out how to do work and home at the same time with all the demands in the same place. Others of us wish we were still at work, but we're no longer at work because of layoffs. There was a whole lot going on. There was a whole lot going on in the last year and a half or so and still going. We're not out of it yet. It's not over yet. We still got some numbers rising with different variants of the disease. So my friends, how in the world do we jump from the crisis to new normal? It's just like if we went through a hurricane. If we went through a hurricane, winds are blowing, rains are coming down, floodwaters are rising, everybody's just taking shelter. Like there's not a whole lot you can do in the midst of the crisis. Everybody's just trying to do whatever they can do to preserve life at that point, right? But once the rains stop, once the winds calm down, once things calm down, you don't tell people, hey, I know your house is flooded, but go go back home and do new normal. You don't tell people, listen, I know all the windows are blown out of your business, but we want you to show up Monday, open the doors and just be normal. Just go do just go do normal. That's not how that works. If it was physical damage that we could see, then I think it would be easier for us to understand that there is some recovery required before we can do whatever normal is going to be now. We've got to assess the damage. We've got to look for some resources and we got to prioritize what the needs are. Then we need to make a plan to return to normal. There's so much stress about what people are not going back to work. I wonder why. We've been through a lot. Do we really expect the unemployment rate and the job rates to be the same as they were pre-pandemic right now? Is that is that really what we expect or is that propaganda? 
do we really expect people to come back to work like nothing ever happened and jump right in and get back on the same goals we had before the pandemic without any adjustment and without any impact? Is that what we really expect? And you can apply this again to any crisis in your life. Whatever has disrupted your normal, whatever has invaded your life and shifted things around, you need to recover. It might be a divorce. It may be a death in your family. Maybe you lost a job. Maybe you've gone through or going through sickness or illness. Whatever your crisis may be, before you jump into a new normal, before you feel pressed, before you feel coerced, before you feel pulled into a new normal, stop and recover. You deserve a recovery period. You need a recovery period. If we jump into new normal without going through the phase of recovery, we're building our houses on sand. It's just like moving back in to that flooded house. The flood waters have not receded yet. Our structures are demolished. Our processes are broken down. The life that we knew prior to whatever the crisis is, is not the life that we live today. And in order to get safely and wholly to a new normal, we need to go through the process of recovery. And according to your crisis, recovery might be a week. It might be two weeks or a month. Recovery might be a year or it might be years. And that's okay. It doesn't mean that you stop breathing. It doesn't mean that you stop living. It doesn't mean that you stop moving or you stop working, but you recognize the phase you are in is recovery. And here's what you need to do when you recognize you need to recover. The first thing you need to do is stop and assess the damage. Look around. Take note what is broken, what is hurting, what are the priorities, what's hanging in the balance. Look at your family. How's your family doing? Look at yourself. Start with you. How are you doing spiritually, emotionally, physically, financially? How are you doing? How are you really doing? In order to fix the wound, you got to look at it. In order to attend to the wound, you have to be willing to look at it. Assess the damage. Are you tired? Is your soul tired? Is your mind tired? Assess the damage. No, we won't stay there, but you got to be willing to acknowledge it. You got to be willing to note it and look at it. Otherwise, you keep pushing. You keep going. Who can run with a broken leg? You got to acknowledge the pain. You have to acknowledge the injury. 
assess the damage. Start with you. Check on your family. Check on your workplace, your responsibilities. Check on your stuff. How are you really doing right now? How you doing? How you doing? And after you make note of the damage, then you need to seek resources. What do you have available to you? What do you have in your hand? Maybe it's counseling. Maybe it's a coach. Maybe it's a pastor or a Bible study or an online community or an in-person community. What do you need and what do you have available to you to help attend to the need? Use your resources. Identify your resources. There's more available to us than we recognize sometimes. So identify what is available to you to help with what is broken. Once you identify your resources, then you prioritize what you're going to address first. Now, you may think you prioritize before you identify the resources, but you don't because the resources will tell you where the low hanging fruit is. Based on the resources that are available, then you'll know what you can attack or address first because that resource is readily available to you. So you look at both. You look at um, how critical the damage is and how threatening the damage is, but you also look at available resources. And by looking at both of those, then you can determine what you can address first. So prioritize. Where do you start? And y'all know I always encourage you to start with you. It's so easy for us to look at other people and to take care of other people and other things while you crumble inside. This is the time to start with you. Look at you. How's your spirit? How's your soul? How's your mind? How's your body? What resources are there available to help you to respond to the need? Prioritize what you're going to address first based on how critical and based on the resources. And after you prioritize, you make a plan. There might be something that's broken that you can't address today. It's just too much going on. It might be something that you got to address eventually but it's not prioritized at the top. So it's not on the plan for today, but it's on the plan. Once you have a plan, you have a, 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 a stepped out process of knowing where you're going. It gives you hope that you can see new normal in the future. We recognize that we're not there today, but we can see the new normal in our future. It, it inspires us to keep pushing and to keep going and to get there. So make your plan. And then you execute your plan step by step by step. You know, when this whole pandemic thing started um, at my university, we hustled to make plans of how we would serve students and how we would engage them and how we would um, teach them and how we would get resources to them. We were, we were adjusting plans every day. 
I would suggest to you that we need to be planning again. We need to be planning our recovery, but definitely using more time. Slow down, not hair on fire, but thoughtfully and intentionally making plans for recovery. You don't jump right out of crisis into new normal. Recovery is the bridge from crisis to whatever normal is going to be. It's time to recover. We're not ready for new normal. It is time to recover. It is time to assess the damage, to identify our resources, to prioritize the needs, and to make a plan. Give yourself the grace to recover. You deserve that. You deserve that. All right, my friends. You know, as always, you are powerful. You are significant. You are loved. And you deserve to recover. Love always. PBJ. PBJ.